hello ladies and gentlemen, it's me Daniel K, the host of the Daniel K's Let's Play Podcast, the world's first audio in the video game Let's Play Podcast, the podcast in which I, your host Daniel K, the host of the very first audio in the video game Let's Play Podcast, the Daniel K's Let's Plays Podcast, the world's first audio in the video game Let's Play Podcast, the podcast in which I, Daniel K, the host of the Daniel K's Let's Plays Podcast. Play video games in the audio-only video game. Let's play format. Yeah, oh boy, if that super-fucked introduction hasn't scared you off, then welcome. I hope you enjoy the episode that I have planned for you today. It's going to be Euro Truck Simulator. Oh my gosh, it's been a long, long, long time since I last played Euro Truck Simulator, so expect some teething troubles. Um, also, uh, just a heads up, I started this series originally um, kind of to go along with my Pokemon uh, series, which was a series which required a lot of editing. I was editing out, like, you know, a, a dozen or so fights, maybe two dozen fights every episode, and then also I would do some weird audio stuff a lot of the time for that series. And so that was a real editing-intensive series. Um, and so I thought to contrast that in my life, I would play Euro Truck Simulator and, and do like a, a very little editing mentality to it where, I mean, if something called for it, I'd edit something in, uh, or out. <laughs> I should maybe have done more of the out. Uh, yeah, but I, in this modern era in which I'm going back to Euro Truck Simulator 2, it's also going to be a kind of chill, relaxing one. Uh, yeah, I should also say, at the time of me recording this, I haven't really released, like, I haven't released any of the putt-putt episodes yet. They're still in the bank. I'm kind of, I'm banking episodes. I'm banking a lot more episodes than I have in the past. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I do know why. You know why? Because my life is like a nightmare of activity at the moment, a huge whirlwind which I'm stuck in the center of, and I'm just grasping at tasks as they pass me by. Oh, quick, I have to do this now. Oh, my God, it's done. Oh, quick, I have to do this now. Oh, my God, it's not done yet. Oh, my God, I have to do it more. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And so recording an episode is something that I really enjoy doing and I'm kind of excited for, but editing it, not so much. So I've got like four episodes in the bank waiting for me to edit them. Five if you count the um, spiritual warfare episode, which I recorded fully a year ago now and never edited. So get hyped for that to come out one day. And then for me to play more spiritual warfare, I guess. Uh, yeah, so I've plugged in my mouse to my laptop and I've uh, opened up Euro Truck Simulator. I'm going to unmute it. And uh, here's my character select, and here's Gina, the trucker. Uh, I don't really remember anything that was going on, or even how to play the game at all, so be, be patient with me. The last I remember was uh, we did some fun stuff <laughs> where I ran into Pizza Makes Games uh, in Frankfurt. Uh, yeah, so go back and listen to that episode if you like fun, I guess. And then we're just going to continue the game. We're probably in Frankfurt, aren't we? And we probably don't have a job yet. Oh, there's a loading a loading screen. Take the opportunity to have a sip of this uh, vodka and soda, which I've been enjoying all evening. Oh, 
It is so delicious and refreshing. I'm taken aback by how how absolutely crisp and refreshing that vodka and so- soda with fresh lime juice is. But hey, guess what, listeners? Uh, the vodka and that soda, it's robbed me of most of my faculties, so I apologize for that. If you notice anything weird about this, this episode. Oh, game change detected. Warning! To avoid game save compatibility problems due to changes in the game world, any unfinished deliveries were cancelled. Ah, oh, that's fine. I don't care. With no penalty to you. If necessary, your truck was reparked to a safe place. Hey, that's perfect! Euro Truck Simulator, you're treating me just right. This is exactly what I want. Put me in a parking space, wake me up uh, in this fresh, crisp morning of Euro Truck Simulator 2 in a comfortable and safe place. Yes, please. I hit the OK button. Okay. Alright, so uh, we're not in the world yet. We're in our uh, trucking menu. Uh, Where are we? Gina. Level 5. A trucking enthusiast. Where's our money? My money. 53,000 euros. Uh, No current job. Garage count 1. Truck count 1. Trailer count 0. Driver count 1. Me. Uh, Gina. And I'm still paying off my beautiful uh, white Renault truck. Uh, I still have to make regular payments. So I I guess let's go to the job market. I want to go somewhere totally new. Somewhere I haven't been before. A new country. I've mostly been hanging around Poland and Germany and the Czech Republic in the past in this game. I'm going to go somewhere new. Uh, Quick job. I don't want to bugger around with a freight market or anything. Um... Where am I? What country am I currently in? Am I in Germany? Uh, quick job offers. Where the hell am I? I don't look like... I, it looks like I'm nowhere on this map. I should be in Germany, but maybe because the game updated it put me somewhere weird. Hang on, let me exit the job market and let me just get into the world. Drive. I hit the drive button. Another loading screen. Thursday, 10.38am. Free as the wind. Am I in Poland? Has it sent me all the way back to my starting town? That's fine. Yeah, do what you want with me, game. Here I am. Here's Gina in her truck. Uh, Warsaw. Yeah, I'm in Warsaw. I'm in uh, the city of Warsaw in a, in a trucking yard. Uh, this is my trucking yard. I, I recognize that graffiti. I recognize that uh, shitty little yellow hatchback. I guess that's Gina's hatchback. Oh, cute. I never noticed that before. Gina's got a car parked in her garage, like just next to the next to the big warehouse, the truck warehouse. Yeah, and there's like barrels and sort of junk around this industrial site. This is cool. Okay, now let's uh, let's enter the menu. Go on the job market. We know we're in Warsaw. Quick job. Uh, I'm going to click on Warsaw and look at the uh, jobs starting in Warsaw. Pressure tanks to Dresden in Denmark, uh, no, in Germany, Deutschland, sorry. Uh, chimney systems to Berlin. I guess to get to anywhere else in the map, I'm pretty much going to have to pass through Germany. Unless I hug down, unless I go through like Slovakia and Austria, and then get to somewhere else, like Italy or France. 
Yeah, let's do that. Let's try and get to Slovakia. To Bratislava. Any jobs going to Bratislava? There's jobs going to Prague. Pos uh, elsewhere in Poland. Warsaw. No, nowhere. No, no jobs going to Bratislava. Let's go to Prague then. Uh, let's find the most most expensive job. Brno. Yeah. Okay. Uh, apart from Prague, the only other city in the Czech Republic is the city called Brno. I can take coal to Brno, 14 tons for 4,000 euros. So let's do that. Uh, offer expires in four hours. Let's take that job, taking coal to, to the Czech Republic. Uh, how do I take the job again? I double click. Oh, I just need to double check. Oh, there it was, the button marked take job was down the bottom. I didn't do it though. I double clicked. I've got to, um... Oh! It's transported me. Oh, it automatically just loaded up the coal for me. Is this a new feature of the game? Oh, I better start the truck. There's my engine started. Yeah, it just teleported me to this great big, I guess, coal processing plant. And now I'm driving. I better change... Change the camera. How do I get out now? Do I have to go around this way? There's gonna be, uh... Gonna be a couple crashes, I can see it coming, listeners. Yeah. Wait, what the fuck is this? My truck is black! Wait, 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 wait! This isn't my truck, this is a, um... Uh... Hang on. What have I done? Oh, okay. I guess in taking a quick job, I should have gone to Freight Market. Ah! Yeah, I've just sort of hired myself out. Not using my own truck. I'm in a, um... A Mercedes-Benz. A black Mercedes-Benz truck. Okay, sure. Whatever. Oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Okay. Well, okay. This can be my practice run. Before I get in my truck. I don't want to ruin my own truck. Yeah, this is my practice truck. This Mercedes... This black Mercedes-Benz taking coal to Czech, the Czech Republic. This is my practice truck. Okay, I'm going at 40 k's an hour through this quarry. I'm driving around a quarry to get to the exit. Oh no, I'm driving down to the bottom of the quarry. Oh, I'm gonna have to do some maneuvering to get out of the quarry. Okay, I put on the brakes. Do a hard turn to the right. Maneuvering the truck around in a, a U-turn. Back up. Oh man, that was smooth. That was a textbook turn. That was beautiful. I'm going at 34, 35, 36, 37 k's up the ramp out of the quarry, the kind of spiral-shaped road out of the quarry. Man, I'm, uh, I'm taken aback anew by how beautiful this game is. I'm driving past great big bits of digging equipment. There's a little black, uh, like, uh, yeah, just a sedan, a family sedan. Oh, a dead end. I can't get out this way. I've got to reverse. Oh no, truck reversing is so hard. Oh no. Oh, my truck is like in an L shape now because it's really hard to reverse a truck. Oh, I'm going to have to do like a 100 point turn. Okay. Yeah, let's start... Let's start messing with the intricacies of... of, uh, of turning around in a truck. Uh... Nearly crashed into my own trailer there. 
the back of the cabin like crunching up against the trailer. Okay, and now I think I can turn around maybe? I really should invest in a steering wheel. I've been told uh, by listeners to my podcast that I should just get a steering wheel and it makes it so much easier. Uh oh. Yeah. I'm like past L shape now. I'm like a in a tight little like triangle shape. But uh, it, it served me well. I've now turned a hundred like a hundred and eighty degrees around. I'm going in the other direction to get out of the quarry. Yeah, here's the road I take to get into the quarry. I've taken way too long to get out of this this beautiful, immaculately rendered uh, quarry. I'm really impressed by my computer. Uh, the fact that it can so smoothly uh, render this quarry. There's no lag at all, and the sense of space that I get. I can look out across the sort of bowl of the quarry at the other side. I can see the roads and the buildings and the equipment on the other side of the quarry wall. Uh, my truck is very slowly edging its way up this this tight, uh, sharp incline, this winding uh, serpentine road up out of the quarry. Where are we? Where, like, what country are we in? Are we in Poland going to Czech, the Czech Republic? Okay, I'm out of the quarry. I'm just about to get onto a dirt road. I've got to start worrying about speed limits now. Okay, the limit's 70, I'm at 40. So I've got some room to play around with. Have a little sip of my vodka and soda. Ah, Don't drink and drive, ladies and gentlemen, unless you're playing Euro Truck Simulator 2. In which case, go crazy, do whatever you want. Just do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It's a virtual world, a pretend game. It can't, it can't hurt anyone in the real world, whatever you do in Euro Truck Simulator, that's your world. You can do anything, I can drive off the road right now. I could smash my truck into that pole right there. And it wouldn't affect anything. Oh, what a wonderful time and place we live in, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, uh, driving through the beautiful countryside, I have to remember to uh, keep to the right side of the road. Uh, I'm now driving downhill towards what looks like a pretty main road. I've got to pump the brakes a bit. I'm, I'm going at 60 k's, now 55, 54 k's. I've got to stop. I've got to look to the right. Nothing's coming. So, I accelerate. Uh, I cut the corner a little bit. My uh, The wheels of my truck touch the dirt at the side of the road as I cut the corner across and now I'm driving along this road at uh, well 45 k's an hour, accelerating up to 70 k's an hour. Yeah, um... How... Oop, there's a truck coming the other way. I'm gonna truck to... I'm gonna switch to the internal view. Oh, I have to turn my wipers on. How do I... Do? Oh shit, I've had a huge, huge fucking crash! Oh, I'm all over the road! I'm across both lanes of traffic! I smashed into a pylon on the side of the road. A concrete barrier. There's workmen drilling the road. These guys are new. There's a man sweeping with a broom. I think they're all men. Looks like all all men in high-vis vests. Okay. Yeah, I had a huge crash. <laughs> Took some damage to the truck. And now I'm back on the road. Yeah, I crashed into a concrete barrier at the side of the road. Uh, I'm going to go back into the internal view. How do I turn on the wipers? Is it F? 
Oh no, that's the hazard lights. I should turn on my light lights as well. Is it L? That's not L. Oh, there we are. Okay, the lights are on. What about, is it... It can't be W, because W is forward. I've gone down to a 50 zone. Is it I? The wipers? No. F isn't wipers? No, that's the hazard lights again. R? Oh, the music player, the radio. Put your songs into Euro Truck Simulator 2. Fold it in your doc documents and you'll see them here. A radio stream. Live streams in Euro... I can stream live radio. Oh, I won't do that yet. I could fill up my, my music folder. Okay, if I hit the R button, I get the radio menu. Let's not do that. I'm, I'm driving along at 50Ks. Is T... The wipers? What's the wipers? Is it H? Is it C? A red signal offence! Minus 200 euros! I didn't even see that. I'm, I'm driving around just playing with my keyboard. Is it V? Differentials cannot be locked. Slow down the truck and try again. Oh, that sounds exciting. A Q? Z? Is it H? Oh, H is the horn, obviously. Is it J? Oh, J is my high beams. Is it K? K is my high beams toggled uh, permanently on. Is it L? No, that's the lights. Is it O? Is it P? P is the wipers! P for wipers! Obviously! Okay, cool. We found the wipers so we can see. We can see the road as we drive along inside the cabin. What did I just... What just happened? I got a fine for something. Oh, loan installments, okay. Loan installments totaling 2,888 euros were paid. Uh, the speed limit here is 70. I'm gonna swap to the other view. Yeah, there we are, it's safer in the other view. Oh, speed limit's just gone down to 50, I've gotta slow down. I'm driving through the uh, Polish-Czech border. At uh, 40Ks an hour. Um, yeah, this game feels more beautiful than it did before. Maybe they've done something to the render distance, but things feel more airy and spacious and more epic across the fields, you know? And yeah, those workmen were new, that's a nice change. Okay, there's a, a left turn coming up I've got to worry about. Uh, it's Thursday, uh, 20 minutes past 12. My ETA is Thursday, uh, 20 minutes past 3. So that's three hours and seven minutes. Uh, Prague is straight ahead, and Brno, Bruno, is to the left. I don't know who has right away. I'm just gonna go to the left. Oh, it's a sharp turn. Am I gonna make it? Oh, oh, I just make it. I almost rode up on the uh, barrier on the right side of the road, but I just made it. My uh, black. Uh, Mercedes-Benz truck has a tight enough circle to have just avoided that particular calamity. Uh, the rain has stopped now. I can turn my lights off because it's broad daylight. I can see uh, there's a truck about to drive past me in the left lane. It's got lots of cars stacked up on it. It was like a car-carrying truck, one of them. Yeah. I've got another two hours and 56 minutes of this particular delivery left. And now I have to settle into the Euro Truck Simulator speed. Where I have to start, like, thinking of stuff to say. Yeah. Oh, boy. I guess, what do I do? I just... 
give you guys updates on what I've what I've done with my life. A couple of weeks ago, oh well, I should start longer ago than that. <clears throat> I'm just driving through a beautiful Czech countryside. There's a massive field of wheat or hay. It's a field of hay because I can see a massive stack of hay bales off at the side of the paddock. I've sped up to a 77Ks in this 80 zone. Um, yeah, it's a wide, flat pasture land I'm driving through. Uh, months and months ago, just before Christmas last year, um, holy shit, a police car just tried to overtake me in, in the oncoming traffic lane. And I guess I'm driving erratically enough that they thought better of it, and they slowed down and they're just behind me now. Oh, here they go. They're trying to overtake me again. And then they just stopped again. Holy shit, I'm just going to slow down and let the police car go past. What are you doing? I've slowed down to 60 in an 80 zone. They must be going... Yeah, they're going past me now. What are they doing? I'm going at 50 k's an hour and they just slowed down. They're... It's like some weird police glitch. I'm going at 50 k's an hour. They drove up next to me and then they had second thoughts again and then they slowed down. They're doing it again and I'm going 40 k's an hour. I'm just going to stop. Holy shit, police car, go around me, man. There we go. It overtook me. That's new. That's never happened before in Euro Truck Simulator. No one's ever overtaken me. I don't think anyone's overtaken me in an oncoming... Like, going into the oncoming lane to get around me. Least of all a police car. And if they have, I've forgotten it because they've never stopped halfway through and then just gone back into the lane behind me again. And that happened four times in a row. No matter what the speed, my, the speed that I was doing was. And would you look at this? I'm approaching... A level crossing. Uh, the boom gates are up. I can cross across the level crossing. But it looks like they've added trains to this game. There's trains in the game now. And there's a coach. A bus. There's been so much added to this game. My god, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's time for a Daniel K. Recommends. Daniel K. Has a podcast. And he recommends things some. Times. Yeah, I recommend you you play Euro Truck Simulator. It looks like it's better than ever. They've got trains, they've got police cars who won't make up their goddamn minds about whether they want to overtake you or not. Yeah. Play Euro Truck Simulator, that's what I recommend. Anyway, I was telling you about my life and the things that I do. Uh, before Christmas last year, 2017, um, I was walking through... Uh, the suburb that I live in, Midland, has kind of like a, a town centre with lots of buildings and shops and stuff, you know, alleyways and stuff. I was walking around with my son just trying to look for stuff to do. I was looking on my phone at uh, Google Maps and I saw the name of one of the businesses around in the centre of town kind of caught my attention. It was called... Uh, uh, well, I won't bore you with what it was called. Also, I don't want you to look it up and like stalk me and stuff. But it was uh, an art, a community art organisation, which ran art classes uh, with a focus on people with disabilities coming in, like uh, so art classes and as an extension of occupational therapy, like people with gross motor or fine motor delays, uh, you know, which affect their lives. Uh, this organisation runs art classes to try and see if they can give them like a, a creative out output. Uh, you know, because everyone it can benefit from a creative output, just like the experience of making podcasts has like 
really reinforce that in me. Uh, the feeling that I get from creating these little episodes and putting them out is a really good feeling. And, like, I'm already someone who makes art. You know? So maybe I should have found somewhere which does, like, podcasting workshops. Maybe that would have been better. No. That would have been a million times worse. Uh, and, and so I rocked up uh, just, like, unannounced on the doorstep. Uh, and, and I started asking questions about the organization and if they were looking for work. Uh, and uh, I ended up leaving my resume there uh, and a cover letter and, uh, you know, expressed interest in working for them. And then six months went by, I decided to try it again, and uh, this time they said, hey, yeah, come on down for an interview. And I had the interview, which turned into an induction, and then they gave me uh, uh, an employment package and to sign lots of paperwork and get a police check and a working with children's check, and now that's all done. And now I have a part-time job at that organization. So that's a new thing in my life, which I do, and which I'm very, very happy to be doing. Uh, I've done two full days of work for them. Basically, just like in a... I'm like a... I'm, I'm an art worker, technically. I'm like a working artist. My job is just to sort of go around the room. Everyone uh, sort of comes in and they've got their own art projects which they're working on. If it's paintings or like animations on a computer or sculpture or printmaking or collage or whatever and I'm just like hey what are you up to and then I'm like do you need any help with anything or like hey this is looking really good or hey you finished that project let's maybe try starting this one and I'm just kind of facilitating the making of art in a in a in a workshop environment and then uh, maybe I drive the bus uh, or like the you know the transport van I drive people back to their homes if they if they can't drive themselves or whatever and yeah it's it's really great work and it's like the perfect job for me and so I found this perfect little avenue this perfect little professional avenue so that's a wonderful happy thing that's happened in my life uh, just so you know um, yeah that's like that's killed about an hour of in-game time I've got one hour before I rock up at the city in the Czech Republic um, I'm driving underneath massive great big pylons now through a grassy uh, un... what's the word for developed but for like farms? There's no farms around. You know? It's kind of like just a, a nowheresville, like a, a no man's land. Just like wild greenery at the side of the road. And I can kind of see... oh! There's a pasture! Okay, it's pasture land because there's horses in that area over there. They're like fenced off from the road, but there's horses. It's the kind of uh, kind of area that uh, Robert Adams would go crazy with his camera. Um, that's the thing. Since I last played uh, Euro Truck Simulator, I did a couple units of photography, uh, second year photography units at, at university. So I'll have something to say about a couple of photographers, I guess. Every now and again, when I run out of stuff to say about other stuff, I'm approaching a left turn now. It's a weird left turn. If I turn right, I'll get to Prague. If I go straight and turn left, I'll get to Brno? Bruno? Brno. Ah, oh, shit, I'm going way off the road! Oh, I miscalculated my speed so badly. Okay, now I'm back on the road. I'm going up, up the on-ramp to the highway. Uh, I'm 39 minutes away from making my delivery. Um, I'm gonna refresh my, refresh my voice with a sip of my vodka and soda.
beautiful uh, field of sunflowers is to the right of me. And Spotto, a yellow car has just overtaken me in the left lane. That's the game that my kid has really latched onto, Spotto. It's, I don't know if it's the thing in the rest of the world, but here in Australia there's a game, a driving game which people play. If you see a yellow car you say Spotto. I don't know how the game originated, or even where I first heard of it. It's just kind of been with me since birth, I guess. Part of our great culture. <laughs> our wonderful Australian culture. We keep offshore internment camps. We have barbecues on the beach, which I don't have, because I hate the beach and I'm vegetarian. Uh, and we say spotto when we see when we see yellow cars. But my son has has taken this game and has run with it so much that he started saying uh, "redo" when he saw a red car, or "greeno" when he saw a green car, or "green car" he signs green for. Uh, and then trucko when we see a truck and we started saying busso when we see buses and so every single car trip we take it's just a flurry of activity every single colour we see we name uh, and every uh, car and bus we see has a special Australian nickname attached to it and oh shit we're just approaching the outskirts of town uh, I'm turning across traffic oh oof I nearly got hit by a little hit hit by a little red hatchback, uh, and we're entering. I'm entering uh, this city of Brun. Brun, is it Brun? Uh, okay, it's been long enough. Editor Dan, uh, how do you pronounce Brun? Bruno. 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 Brun. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you just said, then. Cool. All right. Oh, there's a, is that a tourist bus? One of those red tourist buses up ahead? It's so far ahead of me in traffic that I can't quite tell if that's just an, like an open bed truck or if it's... Oh, fuck! Oh, God! Vehicle offence. I crashed into another truck for, for uh, 240 euros. Uh, whoops. Uh, yeah, I was just drifting along. Spotto, I see a... A yellow... what is that? Uh, one of those cars which has like a lion on the front. What's it called? The truck which I've, I've crashed into isn't moving. What, does he want to get out and exchange info with me? I think I have to go around it, but I want to turn left here. Oh, okay. Now now that I've pulled... I, I reversed a bit, he's, he's taken off. He or she. But they've just gone up and the lights turned red while I was waiting for them to move. So they just have to stop again, and so do I. What's the name of the maker car? It's got a line on the front. It's a French car, I think? Is it a Citron? No, a Citron has, like, arrows. A Peugeot! It was a yellow Peugeot which went past. I recognise the shape of the car. Oh, lights turn green. When there's a gap in traffic, I can... I can, uh... I can go across. How do I indicate? I've forgotten how to indicate. Yeah. Oh, with my old mouse, I had, like, indicator buttons on the side of the mouse. But this mouse doesn't have any extra gamer buttons or anything. It's just standard mouse. So I can't indicate. Alright. Well, I've just pulled across traffic without indicating. Uh, Tramery is the name of this big, big factory. 
Uh, and I've just discovered the city of Brno. Brno? Brno. I've got to pull in to the left. Oh my god. Oh my god, what a tiny entranceway. Oh, it's like nothing. Oh my god, it's so tight. I'm going to bang up against the edges as I pull in with my truck. Press the following key to handle job delivery. Enter. Uh, yeah, for 40 XP, I'm going to say, where do you need it? And I'm going to park the truck, even if it takes me ages. Proceed to unloading area. Alright. Uh, okay. It looks like it should be kind of easy, if I can just kind of fudge it a little bit. Okay, I'm right on top of where I should be, except I'm back to front. Will it accept that? No, it won't accept that. Okay, I've got to turn around. I've got to do a big U-turn here in their in their uh, in their factory yard. Oh man, this is gonna suck! Holy fuck! You know what? I think in my shed at the bottom of my long horrible garden, I've got. Um, I think I have. I think I have a um, a video game uh, like steering wheel that used to belong to my dad. After this job, I'm going to go into the shed. I'm going to pick out the steering wheel. I'm going to see if I can get it hooked up and working. Okay, I'm just on a really nice uh, turn around in my truck, so I'm facing in the right direction. I'm gonna start heading towards the parking zone. Yeah, I'm just gonna put on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pause. Uh, I'm not gonna pause the, re the recording. I'm just gonna edit out the silence. I'm gonna go get on my boots. I'm gonna go to my back shed. I'm gonna try and pull out the uh, steering wheel, and I'm gonna see if I can get it hooked up after I've parked this truck, which I've nearly done now. Here we are. Oh, almost. Oh, not quite aligned. I've got to go forward and then reverse back in. There we are. And now I'll just reverse. I can see Gina in her trailer. She looks a little bit different after her update. Like her character model is a little bit different. And her arms move more when she's driving. She's a little bit more well animated. Oh, I'm all crooked in the car, in the truck space. Oh, this is so hard. Come on, this is so good enough. It's like almost perfect, but not quite exactly where they want it. Okay, now this is the time. This is the time that I reverse and it's fine. Yes, this is the time. Oh, this looks so good. Come on, it's perfect. Oh shit, I fucked it up again. Mm, it's so hard. Who was it who recommended I get a, a steering wheel for this game? I think it was Emperor Constantine who used to listen to these. And he said, like, hey, yeah, I, I love Euro Truck Simulator. You should really be using a, a steering wheel. It makes the truck driving so much easier. It's either, either Emperor Constantine or... Is it Daniel Kuhn? Or Kuhn? Here we are! Okay, T. I got it. I got damn... I got it. Coupling. Lowering legs. Detaching cargo. Fantastic. Excellent. I got an excellent ranking. Coal delivered from Warsaw to... Brno, Brno, Brno. Cool. A uh, total of four thousand euros and three hundred and seventy-eight XP. Cool. Not quite up to level seven yet, though. Uh, oh, I have an unassigned skill point. Is that from? 
Where did that come from? I got no idea, but I, I can. Okay, let's select another. Let's go long distance, shall we? Or high value cargo? Let's get more high value cargo. An extra rank in high value cargo. Yeah. Done. Apply. Maybe that'll unlock more jobs. Okay, cool. So this time I'm gonna go onto the world map. Uh, yeah, and I'm still in Warsaw. I've been transported back to Warsaw. Oh, that's where my truck is. Uh, so let's go freight market. That's what I should have selected. Uh, I'm here in Warsaw, Poland. Uh, pressure tanks to Dresden, Berlin, Brno, Dresden, Poznan, Poland. Prague, 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 Prague. Let's go to Prague this time. I think we can go from from uh, Warsaw to Prague, and then from Prague to Austria. Let's go Rufingfeld to Prague. Uh, but before I take that job, I'm gonna just hit pause on the recording, and I'm gonna go get that steering wheel and see if I can't get it set up. I'll be with you in a second, listeners. Oh. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. I've uh, just unlocked the back door and stepped out into my backyard. Uh, I'm using my phone as a torch, so I figured I, I might as well open up the recording uh, program and record this little expedition out to my back shed. Oh shit, the, the light just turned off because my phone just clicked down to 5%. Oh my god, it's going to be pitch goddamn black. I can't see a thing. It's pouring down with rain. Here we are at the back shed. This is the weird shed. I can't see a thing. I can't see anything inside the shed. This is like a horror movie. I'm stepping inside. Hello! Nothing. It kind of stinks. I'm using my phone screen as a light. I have to crouch down. Uh, here at the back corner of my shed, there's a tiny child swing. Which I've moved out of the way. And here's all my dad's junk, which I'm storing for him. And luckily, I think here at the front of it is a USB steering wheel. Ah, oh, Jesus. The cables are all uh, twisted up with uh, an old laptop and an old lamp. Uh, you know what I've got in this back shed, listeners, is rats. So I hope I don't run into any of them, because holy shit, they can get real big. Yeah. Um, okay, I've untangled the lamp from the USB steering wheel. What is this, an old iron? Like an old clothes iron? God, it's super heavy. Uh, oop! That old computer nearly fell over. But the uh, USB cable to the steering wheel is trapped under it. So I've got to lift it up and move it. And now here's the USB cable. Where is it going now? Oh, off into the corner. It's underneath an old iMac. One of those old, psychedelically coloured iMacs. Oh shit! Here's the pedals! It's attached to some pedals. Oh my god. Man, these are filthy. This whole setup is filthy. Okay, I think I've got it all untangled now, if I pick it up. Cool. Alright, time to head back. Oh my god, Jesus. As I turn around, my eyes have adjusted to the dark. And I'm looking out at my backyard, and it's pouring down in the rain. 
the sky is just cloud cover. But it's so bright. The clouds are... It, it's midnight, listeners. And the clouds are like this kind of faint orange. I don't know what it is. It's like orange off in the north. So it's not city lights. I don't know what it is. But it just looks brighter than you'd expect. Sometimes you go out and you look up at the night sky. And if it's cloud co- cover, it kind of looks brighter than you think. So the sky looks brighter than I think it should. Anyway, let's uh, let's get back inside, shall we? Oh. All right, here we are in my laundry. I've got the uh, USB steering wheel and uh, USB pedals. They're covered in dust and like grime from my shed and just from the accumulation of time. You know, our stuff gets dirt on it just as it exists in the world. If it's static in one place, it kind of just builds up grime for some reason. So I got the tap running. I got my uh, scourer. I'm just going to give it a real good old scrub. Yeah, let's get to it. Huh? <laughs> oh, okay, I'm back again, listeners, in front of my good mic. So I just gave this thing uh, a real good clean off with a scrubber and, and uh, yeah, just some water. Got it all nice, spick and span. I cleaned off all the cables and everything. I was cleaning off one of the cables, and then I found that at the end of the end of the cable, you know what it was? It was a, a PlayStation Two plug controller plug. This is a this is a steering wheel for a PlayStation Two or a PlayStation One even maybe. It's a PlayStation steering wheel. It that doesn't plug into my computer. It's for PlayStation games. I'm a huge moron. I should have looked at that first. But I guess it was dark in the shed. I couldn't possibly have hoped to have noticed it. Yeah, so I guess I'm in the market for... Uh, what? Uh, s- simulator steering wheels which connect to my laptop with... Does this thing have an HDMI port? Yeah, HDMI cable or just a USB? Probably a USB would do, huh? Yeah, USB steering wheel. That's what I need. Anyway, that was a huge failure. I got my boots on for nothing. I'm just here in my boots now. Did a little did a little tour of my backyard into my shed for no goddamn reason. Let's get on with it, huh? Okay, roofing felt <laughs> roofing felt to Prague, obviously. Set as GPS destination. Here we are in our white Renault. Looking at a loading screen, obviously. 4.30pm free as the wind okay um oh boy we're three minutes away from our load yeah we're we're here at uh, Gina's uh, uh, warehouse I can see her little yellow hatchback there beautiful little yellow hatchback hello um and the roofing felt is just down the road so let's get out of get out of this uh Little car park of our of our factory here. This dirt car park. Try and do a little U-turn onto the road. Here we are. Let's watch for oncoming traffic. It's looking good so far. Looking good so far. We turn right out of the warehouse over a bit of a bump. Pretty high curb there. Not to worry. 
Hopefully by the next episode I'll have a, uh, a USB steering wheel settled out. I turn right at this light. Traffic uh, speed limit's 50. I'm going 40. So we're okay. And yeah, just around the corner from me there's uh, some kind of business. What is it? What's it called? Trammery. Oh, this is the same... This is the same business uh, that I delivered the coal to. Alright, here we are. Enter. It can't be that, like literally the same branch because uh, that was in the Czech Republic and here we are in Poland, but it's the same name, Trammery, I think. Okay, uh, let's see if we can't find the job. Roofing felt. Ah, they're also saying uh, I could take chimney systems to Berlin, but I don't want to do that. That's in the wrong direction for me. Let's go to Prague. So this job is only 4,800 euros. Uh, yeah, let's take that job. Your trailer is ready. Oh boy, I forgot I had to do this. Head towards the green flag on the map. So there's the trailer. Okay, this should be a pretty simple drive past it and then reverse into it. Uh, it shouldn't take me more than five minutes. Uh, yeah, okay. We've done the driving past it. And now let's do the reversing up to it. Uh, i got to be careful. Oop. Inching my way along. Closer and closer. Oop, 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 A little too fast, Gina. Just kind of fix it up. Here we are. Oh, this is beautiful. A textbook example. There we are. Hit T to couple the trailer. Bang. Fifth wheel locked, raising the struts. And now we are on our way. It's a big white and yellow shipping container with Tramery written on the side of it. It's attached to my white Renault truck. And we have three and a half hours before, uh, uh, before we reach Prague, the Czech Republic. I can't see, I'm turning left, I can't see if any oncoming traffic is oncoming, so I'm just going to go and hope for the best, and it seems to have worked out in my favour this one time. Uh, I can see a man walking along the sidewalk, one solitary man in an orange shirt and blue jeans. Maybe it's a woman? It's just a person, it's a nondescript person. Oh, it has breasts, it's a woman. Or a man with breasts. Uh, oh, it has a red light. We're going to stop at the light. Uh, slowing to a stop and stopping. And now it's turned green. And we're going to go through the light. Out of Warsaw. Onto the wide open road. We've got another right turn before out of the like city proper area. Surrounded by big Warsaw buildings. Yeah. Oh, another red light. About to turn green. There we go. We don't even need to come to a complete stop. We're rocking along at 20 k's an hour. Taking a big sharp turn. Speed limit's still 50. I'm going to rock it along in the left lane because we've got a left turn which is going to take us completely out of the city of uh, Warsaw, Poland soon enough. We've got a quarter of a tank of fuel left which should do us fine. I don't know if Gina's ever stopped for petrol in this in this particular Let's Play series. Uh, and we've got about a half half a gauge's worth of sleep energy left before we have to pull over and, and take a little kip by the side of the road. Okay. Uh, 
I'm I'm out in an intersection. The lights uh, turned orange and then red while I was uh, like after I had crossed over the intersection, but before I had fully turned. So I know in Australia I'm well within my rights to just go now, even though the light is red. If I'm in the intersection and I'm turning, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but. I, because I wasn't too sure about the road rules here, I just stopped and I was like over the line. I was kind of in the intersection. I just waited it for go, for it to go, and I didn't get a ticket, so I'm happy with that. Okay, we took our left turn. We're still in a 50k an hour zone. We've still got big, uh, like buildings on the left and right of us, but we're about to go over a uh, a blue painted steel arch bridge over a massive great big canal or river, I guess you'd call it. And I feel like this uh, is is the road which is taking me out of out of Warsaw. Still a couple of buildings on the left and right of me. I can, I can see people walking around, which you don't really see out in the countryside. Going around a bend. Yeah. So I guess I've got a pretty small pool of regular listeners, but if you're out there and you're listening and you play. Uh, like driving sim games regularly and you have a favorite brand of steering wheel get in touch let me know what's good Uh, keep in mind I love cheap stuff I hate expensive stuff I'm not gonna buy an expensive steering wheel I'm probably gonna you know how I'm gonna get a steering wheel I'm gonna go oh shit a bus stopped in front of me and I crashed into the bus for 280 euros worth of damage I crashed into a, a bus like a coach I feel like it's the bus's fault. It just stopped. But I guess fine. Fine, I have a fine. Yeah, how I'm going to get a steering wheel is I pretty regularly stop by uh, cash converters and cash city uh, just for things to do in the day. Like, my whole life now is mostly finding things to do with a little kid. And he just can't stay at home. He goes insane if he's, like, cooped up at home with just, like, stuff to do at home. It's not enough for him. He has to get out and about. We've got to go to the shopping center, the mall. We've got to walk around the mall and buy little toy cars every now and again. Or go get a Boost Juice, get an original size Banana Buzz or a a, um, Watermelon Tango or whatever else and go into clothing shops and try on clothes and just do activities like this and go to different playgrounds, the indoor playground at Bassendine Shopping Centre, uh, the great big adventure playground at Woodbridge, that's a good one. I just found a, another little new uh, playground in a little public park here in Midland. Most of the parks here in Midland are real dingy, but there's this one little park with a really nice new playground in it I've just found, so I take him there all the time. And so, yeah, one of the things I do regularly is I go to cash converters and I just look at... I I do the rounds. I look at the instruments they've got and I kind of pluck the strings and Joseph plucks the strings too just for something to do, you know. Oh, look, a mandolin. Uh, you know, there's no way I'm going to spend 200 bucks on a mandolin from cash converters, but it's fun to pluck the strings, you know. Hey, there's a petrol station. Should I fill up with petrol? Nah, I'll be fine. I'll see another one some other time. I'm going at 50k's an hour in a 70 zone. Uh, and also I finished my vodka and soda. Uh, but yeah, 
So the way that I'm probably going to get myself a USB steering wheel and pedals for this game is I'm, I'm going to add that to my list of things to look out for in Cash Converters and Cash City when I just go there as a means of filling the day up. There was a rock in the middle of the road back there. I think it was a glitch. Uh, but you know what? In, in regular real life, sometimes you see stuff in the middle of the road too. You know? Junk. Usually rugs or carpets which have fallen off people's trailers or whatever, I guess. Uh, but yeah, there was just like a rock in the middle of the road. I, I think it was a glitch. Like a little bit of the, uh, the generated environment kind of creeping across into the road space. But that's fine, I can just pretend it was supposed to be there, even though I suspect it wasn't. Uh, but yeah, so on my regular trips to Cash City and Cash Converters, I normally go and I check out the Vita games, the PS Vita games, which they've got. They've usually got Minecraft and uh, maybe Terraria or something like that. And I go like, oh yeah. And they've usually got, um, what, Injustice 2, the DC uh, fighting game, which I have no interest in, in, in really. And they've got... What else have they got? Uh, Xeno Beat, or whatever that, that like uh, rhythm game is called, which I don't really have any interest in. Uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, PS Vita games, which it seems like everywhere has. Pets. That's like a Pets game, which I've already got, and it's not that great. Uh, I go look at the instruments, and then I go look at the uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. Uh, and then I look at the Xbox games, Xbox 360 games, because I got an Xbox 360. Every now and again, you find a little hidden gem. And you know, oh, you know what I did today, listeners? Uh, there's two hours and twenty minutes left of this this journey. Uh, we're approaching a beautiful aqueduct here in the. I guess we're in the Czech countryside, or is this still uh, Poland? This is a familiar aqueduct. Aqueduct. I think I've driven past this in one of the earlier episodes of this series. There's some road work in front of it, and there's a red signal. Like a, a little um, sort of improvised red signal. Someone's just gotten a portable red stop sign light and put it up, and I stopped at the red signal. Uh, it's not changing, though. I really wish it would change. Uh, yeah, uh, today I went out to the boxes of stuff that we've got in storage, and I pulled out, uh, with the help of my wife, a Nintendo Wii, and we got it set up. Man, this red signal really isn't changing. Do I have to be closer to it? I'm going to be closer closer to it. Sometimes that's how red signals work. Yeah, so I set up the Nintendo Wii. And I, I got my kid to try swinging the sword in, uh, in Zelda Twilight Princess. And he was pretty entertained for, by that for a bit. And so now, you know what that means? When I go to Cash Converters and Cash City and EB Games and I look at all the video games they've got, I'm going to start looking at all the Wii games. Hit me up with Nintendo Wii game recommendations. I never really played the Wii very much, but now I've got one in operation, and so I, I'm going to look for second-hand Wii games. Uh, I've heard Xenoblade Chronicles is really good if you like RPGs and you have a Wii like I do. I don't really have the time to play an RPG, um, but I like to own them anyway. Holy shit. Holy fuck! Oh my god, a truck nearly crashed into me, but I totally had right of way. I was in a continuing road and it came across, it, it, it was like just coming up into the intersection, it went right into the intersection, I had to swerve to get around it. Crazy, crazy scenes here in Euro Truck Simulator. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I've heard Xenoblade Chronicles is good if you like RPGs, and I do. But like I, I just said then, I, I don't really have time to play RPGs. I've been playing through Final Fantasy X for the last couple months. Um, as I use my left uh, hand... Oh, okay, yeah. No, I, I was going to reach over. I've got my PS Vita here, and I have uh, the Final Fantasy X remake. Uh, I've got a hard copy of it. Uh, I didn't I didn't buy it off the uh, PlayStation Store. I, I literally bought uh, a chip with a game on it, which I put in my Vita. And I think that's the way to do it. Because uh, there's all sorts of weird stuff with owning PlayStation games digitally. Uh, especially with a PS Vita. So yeah, I, I just try and own the games in a, in a hard format when I can. So yeah, I've got Final Fantasy X, which I'm really slowly playing through. I've got all kinds of thoughts about that. I'm approaching an intersection, which I, I probably should stop for, but I'm just powering through it. Yeah, and we, we got away with it that time. No crashes or anything. I wasn't too sure if I had right away or not. I don't think I did. Yeah, weird. Anyway, yeah, I, I think I'm like 40 hours into Final Fantasy X. And like every single one of those 40 hours, I'm thinking to myself like, oh, we're going to get to the overworld soon. I still got that overworld feeling. You know, Final Fantasy, it should have an overworld. I think Final Fantasy X is the first one which doesn't really do an overworld. And so it kind of feels like it's been kind of a disappointing playthrough for me. There's a lot of things I really love about the game, but also things which are really disappointing me here at the 40-hour mark. Um, yeah. I guess if I'm going to share my thoughts about a game, it's it's going to be here when I'm just driving through the Czech countryside. I went through the border a little while ago, so now here we are in the Czech Republic. Um, yeah, things I like about Final Fantasy X. I really enjoy the combat. Uh, it, it's not an active battle thing like Final Fantasy VII was. It's like leisurely turn-based combat. I get to go, and then the enemy gets to go. And there's all kinds of ways that I can kind of delay their turn or speed up my turn. Uh, Titters, the main character, he learns slow and slow arga, and then haste and haste arga. They're fantastic. I love that so much. I feel like I get to do like a million moves before my enemy... Oh my god! Okay. Oh my god, oh my god. Okay, sorry. Uh, I was just driving along in the left lane. I slipped into my normal Australian driving patterns. I was driving along in the left lane and then a truck came out of nowhere and I was like, oh my god, I'm doing this totally wrong. I had to pull across into the right lane. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy the combat in Final Fantasy X, the turn-based tactical combat. Uh, you get a massive pool of, uh, of party members to pull from and they've all got their own specialities. Uh, you know, weapons which damage certain enemies or abilities which damage certain enemies and so you can really, like, tactically analyse who's the best choice for a fight but then also you also want to get them, like, everyone involved in a fight so they all get uh, the experience from the fight. So there's a lot of, like, tactics involved in giving people jobs and then killing the enemies or delaying their turn so that you don't take damage during a fight. That's a lot of fun for me. Uh, another thing I really enjoy about Final Fantasy X, I've been really loving the grid system. Uh, the the uh, the nodes, you know? You get a sphere grid, that's what it's called, the sphere grid. All your characters are on this massive sphere grid. And then with every little level up that they get, they can advance one place in the sphere grid. Sphere grid. 
uh, and then unlock, you know, plus one strength, or unlock an ability, or plus two agility, or whatever it happens to be. Um, and they've kind of got their own designated areas of the grid. There's the titters area, there's the Una area. Oh, my sleep gauge is filling up really badly and Gina's falling asleep. Well, that's okay, we'll, we'll be, uh, we'll be at, uh, at uh, Prague in just 57 minutes, so we've got nothing to worry about. Uh, but then, once you've done a lot of leveling on the sphere grid, you can kind of make your characters cross over into each other's areas. And so I've got three different people who can steal from enemies now. And I've got three different pe people who have learnt, like, white magic, uh, cure magic. And then I've learned that Walker's uh, sphere path is the best one for like strength and damaging the enemies. Well, like there's a there's an area of Walker's path which is like so full of like strength ups that anyone who I send through there on their level up, they just get super super strong and they start doing massive damage. So I've sent Kamari through there. I'm starting to send uh, other people through there too, so they can get their strength up. Yeah, it's just a fun little like mini strategical management element of the game which I really enjoy uh, but apart from those two big elements which I really enjoy I've really not had that much fun with the game Final Fantasy X uh, I'm enjoying it as like a, a little trip down nostalgia lane because I used to play it a lot as a kid or I, I used to play the first half of the game a lot as a kid and then get kind of bored with it and I can see why I got bored with it um, it always feels like I should be exiting the area into the overworld and then like walking around and having some freedom but it, it's all it's all just interconnected small areas it all feels like one big area it all feels like it's one big long like big long little area with an entry and an exit and you start at the entry you make your way through the area you get to the exit and then there's just another area after that you start at the entry you make your way through it there's these interminably dense random encounters that just slow you down as much as I enjoy the combat like they could have toned it down with the frequency of random encounters I think and then you get to the exit you exit that area and then you're at a new area it, it all just feels like a long straight line in one direction which is made up of little areas which is all just one big big railroad adventure Ooh. Gina's getting really tired and I think I'm about to go through a speed camera oh no we're still fine no speed camera here we're entering uh, entering Prague another 10 minutes till we reach our destination um, that's something I don't like and also, there's none of the characters which I really like, apart from maybe Kamari. But he's someone I, I don't really like him, I just kind of like him better than any of the other characters. And so much of this game, so much of the appeal of Final Fantasy X, I think, is the story. And it's a pretty good story so far. It's had twists and turns, which I've enjoyed. I'm at the stage of the game where I've just arrived at Xanakand, uh, the ruins of the, the, the city of Xanakand. Uh, and that's been good. There's been some pretty cool revelations along the way, and people's opinions have changed. It's been fun to watch people's opinions change about the world. Uh, we're at a massive scary roundabout, listeners, in-game. Uh, but yeah, I I'm kind of 40 hours into Final Fantasy X, I'm looking forward to the end and to the next game which I'm going to play. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, maybe it'll surprise me. Maybe I'll, I'll get to the end of the Sanicandaria and it'll be like, hey, you've just fi you've finally gotten out into the world map and now you can you can go wherever you want. And I know I can, like, backtrack and I can teleport to different areas, but it just feels like I'm teleporting to different areas of the, of the same long, straight road. That's kind of my issue with Final Fantasy X at, at the moment. It feels like one long, straight road from one area to another. Just a long highway which I'm on, which I'm progressing along. And I've seen, like, side quests which I could do, uh, especially around the Calm Lands. There were a few places I could go in the Calm Lands. I did a little bit of the Aeon side quest there, fighting the that other summoner. But I kind of got bored with that, and I stopped. And I met the guy who taught me how to tame monsters. I know I should be doing more of that. I've done a little bit of monster taming, but I'm really not that into it. And so now I'm just on board with the main quest, trying to get over it, like, f finish it. But I, I play about an hour... A week at the moment or one or two hours a week so I'm really not finishing it very quickly okay we've just pulled into uh, we've pulled into the factory where I should be delivering this uh, this roofing felt but Gina she is massively tired uh, my little sleep gauge is uh, is like is like fully red now uh, oh uh, and I've got to do some crazy maneuvering just to get to the area which will start triggering the parking minigame. That kind of sucks. Here we are. Press enter to handle parking. I'll select where do you need it for 90 XP. Uh, and now where are we going? Oh, we've got to do a reverse. We've got to pull out into the road and then reverse back into the, uh, into the, uh, into the truck yard. So let's hope everyone can just stay put and not crash into me. And then we'll reverse backwards. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess... I'm not sorry at all that I started playing Final Fantasy X. Not even in the slightest. Because I had so much... I had so many fond memories of it from uh, childhood playthroughs that it would be crazy of me not to play it again now. And it's kind of been a surprise how, how much I haven't really enjoyed it that much. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I've gone through a lot of it enjoying it very much. And, and, and most of that has been, like I say, the combat and the sphere grid. Uh, my plan after I finish Final Fantasy X is to get into a series I've never played anything of. I'm going to start playing Sui Coden 2, which is a PlayStation uh, RPG, which is supposed to be really good. And, I like, Sui Coden, I've seen a little bit of it. And it's kind of piqued my interest a little bit. I've just uh, parked my trailer. I've decoupled everything. Um, we did an excellent job of that delivery. Uh, yeah, and I've read on forums that Sui Coden 2 is the best in the series. So I've uh, I've got that lined up to play next. I can get it on the Vita. I just need to I just need to buy it and then download it and then get into it after I finish Final Fantasy X. So that's the Daniel K RPG update. Um, I recently, you know what it was, getting into the No Cat podcast really spurred me on to start finishing Final Fantasy games. It was really a big encouragement for me to, uh, it, it started with Final Fantasy VIII, I played all the way through Final Fantasy VIII, I've got lots of thoughts about that which I never really shared I don't think, um, I really like that game. 
And then when I finished Final Fantasy VIII, there were all kinds of reasons I found to like it a lot more and also to dislike it. There are things about that game which I which kind of caught me by surprise and which I didn't really enjoy. And especially towards the last half, I, I kind of accelerated towards the end a little bit. It, it took me by surprise that it was ending. Like the final dungeon was like, oh wait, this is the final dungeon? And then it, it took me so long to get through that and took me so long to beat the final boss. Like, and I feel like there were so many side quests which I just didn't do. And so it kind of left me feeling a little bit unsatisfied. But uh, I, I was also left with a new appreciation for like how complicated the game is. Uh, and like the junctioning system and all that stuff. Um, a lot of people hate how it's put together. And I can see why. It's kind of dumb. Like it's really dumb what they did with Final Fantasy VIII. If you don't know anything about Final Fantasy VIII, then this is the dumb thing. Are you ready? Leveling up your characters hurts their chances. Like, it, it, it makes them worse to level up. And the reason is, every single monster in that game levels in lockstep with you. Each level you go up, or the average level of your party, each level that your average level goes up of your party, the monsters go up a level as well. And so they... They just are, like, eye-to-eye, nose-to-nose. They're exactly on your level, no matter how many levels up you go. And so to get your characters really strong, you have to get them optimized. And you do that by uh, by assigning them, uh, like, you assign resources to each of their stats. And the more the more of a resource you have, the higher their stat, and then you can upgrade to a better resource later on in the game. Uh, the resources I'm talking about are magic, and I'm realizing that I really shouldn't get into this because it's so complicated. It's fucking insane. Like, it's dizzyingly insane how that game is set up. But once you get the hang of it, and you get an understanding of it, and you get your characters kind of stronger than the monsters around you, if you keep their level low and just junction all kinds of like crazy resources to their stats, crazy magic to their stats, you can get real like powerful in a satisfying way. But then even on top of that, like the final boss was a, a real big challenge for me and it took me an hour to beat. Uh, so Final Fantasy X I really enjoyed. And then I beat seven, and it was great. Yeah, it was fine. Cool. Uh, and then I launched into, I think, Wild Arms, another RPG I had never played. I got to the 10 or 11 hour mark, and then I just gave up on Wild Arms. Uh, I think Final Fantasy really spoiled me uh, as far as how complex an RPG can be and how much uh, character building, uh, like how much of a, an RPG is like you setting up your characters to be how you want them to be and also like character optimization and wild arms didn't really have any of that it was much more like like my experience playing great greed and my experience playing wild arms they were kind of the same it was a lot of uh pretty simple character beats uh and then uh, like a to B to C to D uh, fetch quests 
in, in a, a pretty pretty straight ahead environment, which kind of made me feel a little bit bored of the game at the 10 or 11 hour mark, and then I just stopped playing that and I started playing Final Fantasy X. And then after I finish 10, I'll get into Suicoded, and I'll let you know how that goes. Anyway, this has been the Daniel K's Let's Plays RPG update at the end of this episode of Euro Truck Simulator. Sorry if it was a little bit winding, uh, and if it wasn't really what you were interested in hearing about. Uh, I, I guess there's a pretty good chance you turned off at some stage. But hey, if you're still with me, thank you very much. Let me just unmute the game that I'm actually playing. Euro Truck Simulator. Um... We did excellently. We got 309 XP. We got 4,800 euros. Uh, we're going to continue. We're going to just get back into driving mode, and we're going to rush to somewhere uh, where we can sleep. I can see just out and to the right. There's a hotel where I can sleep in their car park. I'm going to do a kind of dangerous move out into the road without looking. Uh, I'm just gonna go through this intersection. It's looking good, and I'm gonna pull into this hotel. Holy fuck! The cops saw me. What am I doing? Oh, I crashed. I've crashed. Twelve percent truck damage. I got a three hundred dollar fine. <laughs> oh no! I was just trying to get to the hotel to fall asleep. Oh, my life is falling apart. My truck is so damaged. I guess twelve percent isn't bad. Okay, I'm in the hotel car park. I'm going to find a space. I'm going to pull into the space. Here we are. Press the following key to stop the engine. I'm not fully in the space yet. I'm going to get in the space. I'm going to hit the E key. Press the following key to rest. And Gina falls asleep. And she wakes up next morning. It is uh, 20 past 6 on a Friday morning. But uh, ladies and gentlemen... I'm going to call it a night for this episode of the Daniel K's Let's Plays. It's been Euro Truck Simulator. So you know what that means. It's been wandering. Like literally wandering across Europe, but also wandering randomly from topic to topic in a kind of adult way. Um, yeah. I feel self-conscious about taking up so much time talking about RPGs at the very end. But, uh, hey, maybe you found that interesting. Who knows? Not me. I wouldn't even, I'd be too afraid to hazard a guess. So let's just quit this game. And, um, and the closing credits music is probably playing over the background of this episode. And it's saying dun 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 And I'll just see you again next time I play this game or some other game. Thank you very much ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye.